0: Raph, there is a different way to get a good slumber. You just fight Glover Teixeira, which uh, again proved fighting is way easier from outside the cage. People should get out of there. It can be very violent. It's time for verbal tap. Raf. Glover Teixeira, hard right, hard left. It was hard to say. Really, it was brutal, and it was fast. That what you expected? I have some words.
1: Go ahead. Let's start with this, Kevin. The internet was very interesting because when I put up the photo of Rashad getting knocked out, it wasn't a split. It wasn't like anybody was super outraged, but you could tell who the evil and terrible people were because they were laughing like we were. Like, Rashad looked the most peaceful. It's the most peaceful knockout I've seen with somebody in some time. Because we've seen the Rashad getting uh, knocked out so viciously that he does the Carlton and uh, Will Smith just finger snap back laps. Yeah.
0: And to Glover's credit, he didn't go firing in after it no. was already KO'd, you know, like most fighters,
1: he was making the case. Like I'm going to finish this right now. So good on him. Um, but no, Rashad looked so like peaceful. he had just taken some nice milk with some cookies And that he just needed to be tucked in. And I thought, okay, here we go. Let's put that photo up. And tucked in he was. And he was definitely tucked in. Now, we had some people who said, too soon or too far. To which I said, too soon or too far. I did not put a Lion King Simba touching him. (laughs) Like, no, you can't die on the photo, because that would have been too much. And I thought about it. Or too far,
0: whichever the complaint was.
1: Exactly, whatever the complaints are. I think it was both. I think people said too much and too far. And I was like, I don't care. But I will say it was a vicious knockout. Credit to Glover. I think it was a great uh, return for him. So happy about that. Yeah. It, It was a little sad for Rashad in the sense that he looked like he was in good shape. And you made a point about his power level. And what was that point?
0: I was just excited to see Rashad back because you and I are big. Uh, well, we're Rashad fans. Rashad was coming up when the, you know we were first really like getting addicted to MMA. He was the man. He was a title holder. I wanted to see him back in the shape he's normally in, which is a high-intensive cardio bout. We didn't really get to see if he was there or not because he kind of just got k-o'd and i actually didn't think it was too far or too soon because did you see how like gently he just went to sleep just right to his face like just i got it i uh, give me two more minutes and then wake me up uh i think this says more about glover than it does rashad but it definitely knocks rashad out of the top tier conversation
1: so what just does talking. that mean for rashad
0: i think he's got a nice future here first if Dan Henderson's still fighting so's Rashad Evans and that's probably what the next fight's going to be I would imagine you're back like, Rashad will you uh, fight Machida if we can keep him clean for eight months like, Rashad's going to fight somebody that's fun but not in the top five and Glover takes share as a top five 205. a fiver.
1: what do you think about the proposed fight between Glover and Anthony Rumble Johnson
0: love it Love Tech Sheriff for calling it out. It's a fight I want to see. He's not and, wrong. Get that thing on, on two hundred. <laughs> is that is it too soon for that?
1: I don't know that. uh the words "I love it" come into play because I really, really? enjoy it. I- I'll tell you why.
0: You don't think that's an awesome like? Uh, no, train awesome. Meets I'm a there plane? a
1: thousand percent for that fight. I would love to see that fight. However, when you're talking about him calling it out. He didn't call it out in maybe the more traditional sense of like, hello, I would like to fight you. It was done in that kind of broken English way that's like, hey, Rumble, you and I, let's have business. Let's have business together. And I was like, what's up? Wait, what? We have business? Let's have business?
0: Can somebody this just give this it? guy
1: <laughs> a prepared
0: one-sentence statement? <laughs> you know that's what Rumble was thinking, too. Rumble was like, is he talking to me?
1: Well, Rumble, Sorry. they had that look in the audience. They had that reaction cam of him just being like, yeah, dude, I'm down to fight you, but you just need to say Would the you... words I want to fight you because I'm still a little
0: confused. You might have. <laughs> you might be talking to somebody else. I'm not. Are we
1: doing a startup together?
0: Uh, Glover, I'm in, but what what did you say fight? What did you say? Uh, Are we
1: selling supplements together? It turns Is it a out that a nightshare sort of a thing?
0: Yeah, they've opened up a really cool Las Vegas nightclub.
1: Which sense. also into because that would really be a nice thing to chronicle uh, partners who fight. So anyway, um, other than that, yes, a 1,000%. And I think it's an amazing fight. And just in the minute he was mentioning it, I said, yeah, that makes complete sense. Let's just do it. Let's not even think about it. Just make that fight happen. And I think they are leaning toward it. Uh, very quickly, they were saying it, it is a fight that is uh, very possible to come in the near future.
0: So, yeah, very happy about that. Sugar Rashad versus Anderson Silva. There's one. That's, that's you
1: know, I'm just throwing out that.
0: some... Uh...
1: We've only got a few Anderson Silva fights left. Let's just try and make them count.
0: You just keep having a beat up for us, Griffin. Rose, Nam and versus Tisha Torres is a fight people should go and watch. Yep, great fight. A lot of, lot of striking, some really good transition work.
1: A lot of grit, a lot of uh, bad spots and being able to work out of them, which yep. always makes
0: for great fights. Yeah, I don't want to meet either of them in the cage. No. Uh, Kabib! puts Horcher down Horcher came in with apparently some some good expectations you know he's fighting Khabib who's um tough <laughs> and watching that fight it is funny when you see someone who's been in the UFC for a long time and fights at that high level maybe someone that's not quite there yet because it was a complete oh yeah I'll just mount you and punch you in the face until you, until you give up Horcher to his credit was uh can take a punch or 19. He could take, uh, yeah. I guess, 107 if I'm looking at the <laughs> statistics is the total number he can take before he is then done. Hmm. Cub Swanson winning continuously gets a decision here. I actually uh, only saw some of this fight. Yeah. Michael Chiesa's rear naked choke of Benil Dariush is pure art. Mm. People should watch it
1: agree
0: he sets those things up like i he's he does it he has a very good sliding it in because you could tell darius was like i'm fine uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> besh versus raquel pennington pennington then calls out the winner it's always funny when someone calls out the winner of a fight so it's like i'm kind of conditionally calling two people out uh, <laughs> raquel Pennington wants to face the winner of lima i forget who she's fighting
1: That is a great uh, place marker to put down, though. I don't don't care who I'm fighting. I just know that whoever is
0: pronounced the victor... Whoever she's fighting. I want that person. I'm going to fight them. Uh, That was a good fight. It wasn't a great fight, and neither of them really made a... It was one of those... uh, Did you see that fight? Because I really did not... They could have announced either person as having won, and I would be like, sure.
1: I mean, but that is a lot of the way their fights go. So again, not a surprise. Um, I don't know. It wasn't anything bad. I, I wouldn't no, say anything. Yeah. You know, I don't know that it's the one that you need to jump out and go watch immediately, but yeah, I, I don't really have any criticism of it other
0: than, yeah, maybe or maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Why not? Santiago Pones Nope. That wasn't it. Nope. Uh, one via nice knockout. Michael Graves wins via submission. Good to see John Dodson get a win. Absolutely. Cesar Ferreira. Um, And a complete abs matchup wins. (laughs) That one was tough uh, for both of them. And this is my favorite name, and I'm glad we're not it last. Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos (laughs) wins via TKO. Um, pretty good night of fights. They're they're really stretching me thin going up against the NBA playoffs. But I just know, want to know what people know. I did it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's a huge problem for you. <laughs> it's
0: a little, you know, going back and forth. <laughs> just that moment where you you kind of it's like oh I was oh shit Texera. <laughs> <I> gotta go <laughs> I gotta go and uh, Bellator had a fight the other night. I just saw that Askaran won.
1: So, yes, yeah. Askren just, was around. He did win. That's all you about need to know. all I look
0: at <laughs> is my Bellator interest. Good in job.
1: Yeah. Let's do a solid right now for the people listening at home. Let's talk a little bit about tag team grappling. Sure. Because you watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, what did we learn from it?
0: As we said, you can't break position just because someone tags. The tag has to then freeze the match replace the position. I felt like that was something that I saw missed a few times. And it was And this was
1: in the what organization again?
0: Risen. Mm -hmm. Where you're allowed to kick people in the face when they're on the ground. Awesome. Which
1: is a big thing that you
0: wanted. Awesome. It's I, I mean I don't want it like, but it is fun to watch if if it's an option, I choose it. And Gabby Garcia beat the shit out of someone she faced who was very tough, but it just appeared there was a very like a size difference between the two. <laughs> I mean, that's usually... wasn't slight. Okay.
1: That that does seem to be a, a kind of a thing. She's a Right now I'm watching the tag team grappling, because I had not gotten the opportunity to see it. And I do notice that it's a little weird to like, especially from my comprehension of professional wrestling see someone get like pushed up against the ropes where the turnbuckle is and then they have the rope that they have in professional wrestling that they have to hold on to so the concept is when you're near the turnbuckle they have like a little mini rope and you can't go further than that so you have to hold on to that rope and that's how like far you can go in order to get the tag the thing i'm most i guess upset about this tag team wrestling or grappling is Kevin, on my end, is the fact that there's no distracting the ref.
0: No one does it at all. Like no one no. brings a chair in. None of no. that stuff happens. The announcers aren't nearly as excited.
1: Um, definitely not because I think the the announcers themselves are just confused. I think there's some really lackadaisical tagging in and out.
0: Uh completely agreed. No, uh, we're there's some theatrics that have got to be brought to this that they just did not bring. Like what if I'm stuck They're not in even submission, wearing matching uniforms. I, what? I mean, is that a big thing for you? Yes! We're wearing the same gi or the same no-gi rash guard stuff. We're complimentary stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I didn't know that showmanship in that way was going to be such a huge condition for you.
0: It's uh, more important to me than I think the talent of who I'm competing with. <laughs> like I think if someone's like, I bring a heavy amount of showmanship. It's like, well... There it is. I'd like well, to get right back
1: and I'm looking at the finish and the finish was. Is this like a yeah, it's kind of a, a you know leg, it's vaporizer like vaporizer kind of a thing.
0: It's kind of like they had two grappling matches going on side by side. Sure. I have a whole different vision. I'm seeing, like, a Meow Brother and Dean Lister. And then, you know, when someone, like, passes yeah. Dean's guard, which <laughs> happens all the time, he's like, tag tag in, and tags the Meow Brother, Meow Brother, changes place, takes it, Baron Bolo's out, gets a good setup, tag, Lister's back in.
1: But I just always feel that if I'm in the opportunity of being, like, put in a vaporizer like that, I'm not just staying in the center of the ring. I'm actively trying to work over to get to my tag team partner. And I'm Mm. also trying to be very aware of where I am in the ring at all times. If I'm the opponent, I want to make sure that I keep a mid center of the ring or close to my side. So there's a lot of psychology missing from all of this. Just again, from my perspective, but we'll put a bookmark on that and we can come back and revisit (laughs) that concept when it's (laughs) not done by Risen.
0: And I believe everyone knows we will. Everyone, everyone is like, yeah, bookmark my (laughs) ass. You're going (laughs) to talk about it next week. Then you'll talk about it a week later. And we've got a ton of UFC 197 to get to with a little game. Yes. That game is called Over Under Kevin. People should stay tuned.
1: What well, was weird, Kevin, we've uh, we haven't had too many guests this year because you've mandated it.
0: That's correct. I protest is is protest the word?
1: It's kind of a protest, but it's a really shitty one. Yeah, um, I was guesting. Yeah, guesting. That's a really good term. Let's make sure that we hashtag that so that that belongs to us.
0: People are going to definitely use it.
1: Oh, lot. 100%. Every podcast is going to be falling in line. So, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, we just had a guest on uh, a couple days ago, but now we are back with a new installment of Over Under Kevin, which I believe, Kevin, is an allowance that we're having for guests to drop in through, correct?
0: It is a very... First of all, I wouldn't open this opportunity to just anyone. Mm. You had a stern talking with me off air. I did. It's pretty one-directional. I acquiesced. I was like, fine, for the good of the show, it doesn't make a ton of sense for me to filibuster Over Under Kevin. (laughs) And what a great time to bring guests back Correct
1: So here we are uh, Bringing back guests And in order to do so We thought we would bring on somebody who's very funny uh, Somebody who runs the Because Jitsu memes that you see Which are very very well populated Very popular amongst the Jitsu community Uh, So we said Well let's see if he's funny in person So ladies and gentlemen please welcome Your friend and now ours Drew Weatherhead Drew how are you doing man
2: Yeah, how's it going, peoples?
1: Not bad. Uh, Though, remember how I was, like, opening up with, like, he's funny, so, like, you know.
2: Yeah, way to build me up there, Raph, thanks.
1: I mean, uh, the thing is, doing memes comes with a heavy price. You know, you really have to be able to sell them on air because we can't show memes. So, you know, tell us a little bit about you and how did you get
0: started doing memes?
2: Well, you're going to be really disappointed because I was just bored at work one day. So how about that? How's that for a story? It
0: doesn't, doesn't have like an A&E <laughs> feel. like It's going to be hard to get picked yeah, no. up in a yeah, documentary like, I, him, haven't but...
2: been, I haven't been trying to script it to tell you the truth.
0: <laughs> my
1: favorite is that uh, Drew is uh, a very active guy within the jiu-jitsu community. He competes a lot. Uh, you know, We have met each other when he was working for Five and just one of the nicest guys out there. So my hard part for me was when he was telling me he wanted to do memes, I was like, you're too nice. Like, how are you going to do that? You're Canadian and you're going to try and make jokes about people? How is that going to work? And I remember you sending me some of your first memes. And I thought, I was like, oh shit, you, this might actually go really, really well. I didn't know that you were going to bombard the internet with 400 memes in like three days.
2: Yeah, that happened too. You were, I and think real, I was averaging like 30 a day for the first Jesus week. It was bad. It
0: was really bored at work.
2: Yeah, I'm really bored. Like, literally, that's where the name came from, Because Jitsu. I'm doing this because it's Because Jitsu. That's it.
0: That's fair. Again,
2: like, it's (laughs) a really uh, in-depth... Uh, intellectual reasons, I'm sure.
1: I'm just saying, whenever we do the the behind-the-scenes making of these things, we always want to make sure we get to the bottom of it, the real truth of it. Uh, Of course, (laughs) Kevin and I, we're fans. We enjoy what you guys do. You did an amazing contribution for our WWE BJJ week. Uh, Kev, you may remember he was doing um, a really cool transition where it's trapping the arms and uh, kind of doing a neck crank Ooh, you're telling somebody me somebody called bo- that
2: a Somerset roll? Is that a thing?
1: <laughs> Is that a, a Somerset?
2: Are you talking about a somersault
1: summer, or a some,
2: no? I forget. Somebody mentioned it on a comment. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a WWE thing. Maybe it's a thing. Uh,
0: they've got uh, a couple. Um, They do put seasons in front of movies. Yes, of course. (laughs) The spring opener or whatever. It's
1: very funny because I love when people critically analyze the WWE BJJ-ness of the the whole approach that we do. So I love reading your comment sections because, you know, you had a great return for it. And I was so happy to see it just blow up and do great things. Um, But I, I was more so entertained by the fact when you get people saying
2: like, hey, Drew, I've got a question can you hit that from side? Well, I'll tell you what. From my experience using this in the street, you know, and <laughs> under heavy fire in Afghanistan. <laughs> and so it
1: became a huge hit. We were so happy to have you contribute and uh, we were we were entertained because the nice part is, you know, you and I had talked about what kind of moves you would do. And I was like, I don't know, maybe you found a move and you said, what do you think about this one? And I was like, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and I, I was able to like tell you and it's beautiful it's a true testament to language because I was able to just describe it to you and then basically through very limited visual media show you exactly how to do it I was like if you connect these threads you'll have it and then I saw it I go oh shit that's it that's amazing
2: yeah it's yeah. great
1: Uh, Well, Kevin, what do you know about Drew so far? We've we've talked with him for about five minutes. He's about to be your opponent in a game of over under Kevin. Yeah, we know he's funnier than you. So is this really starting to build up as a little bit of
0: uh, a nervousness for you yet? No, not at all. And I'll tell you why. Canadian. I have a long history of just destroying Canadians
1: where does that history begin and is it all I'm trying to think the podcast? of podcast
0: yeah i'm working on it i'll uh i'll get back to you on an example
1: i was really hoping that you crushed a whole bunch of canadian transfer students at your local college in like a game of
0: beer pong or something. i would i would i mean i spent some time in montreal mm. i like to think i left my mark
1: now, Drew, you've listened to our podcast. You've also had experience podcasting on your own, um, so you've gotten a little bit of an information kind of background on Kevin. What can you tell me is a little different than what you've expected in talking with him so far?
2: Different, different, really? Yeah, what's I'm supposed different? To find something different. Is he is um,
1: exactly as advertised? <laughs> he's
2: exactly as advertised. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. He's I'm sorry, were you particular. going for a difference? Is there something I missed?
1: I just don't know how he comes across to other people. Like, we're in oh, a marriage of convenience. My hair was longer. So the was, two of us yeah. just understand each other and just kind of go, yeah, Kevin does that. Yeah, Raph does that. So we don't know. It's new to other people, not
0: to us. Raph doesn't okay, sleep. Well, here's the when thing. other people discover that, it's really surprising to <laughs>
2: Well, Raph always goes off about Kevin being um, less than intelligent, and yet he's already used the word acquiesce, so I'm starting to wonder if it's all if a facade that or if he's got a word of
1: I dare you, listeners of the show, go through the amount of podcasts we have done and listen to the amount of times Kevin has used the term acquiesce. It is like the one person who found something in the dictionary one day under the A section. He did not even make it further than the A section, I might add. Eddie has used it multiple times on the show.
0: I got distracted um, just reviewing some vocab. First of all, (laughs) you're not going to acquiesce
2: to that, are you?
0: I'm not prepared to, not yet. There is a certain deep ingrained grammar fail that comes when you've spent years in the Kansas Institution of Learning. And if you guys can believe it, Even at K-State, it felt like at times I was getting away with some things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No lie. I went back because we're about to do some nice stuff with our podcast for a new website, you guys. So there's a, a nice hint on that. Tropsies. There's definitely you could go back to all the way in episode one. I may have taken care of it. I may not have. But in the description of episode one. It took me no more than 20 seconds to find a spelling error that I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> how did this? Uh, whatever.
2: You know what? I've that is the thing better. that drives me the most insane on memes is when people find a spelling mistake that I made that I literally can't fix because it's in an image. Yeah. Yep. And and my grammar side of my brain is like trying to strangle the life out of me. <laughs> and i want to say something witty but i'm like i, I have to acquiesce. you win <laughs> and <laughs> and i he's i have a, a,
0: he's a grappler too he so is he, he,
2: is, he is a,
1: a new uh, brown belt so he's yeah, a uh, danger already w- let's be very careful about how we talk to him kevin <laughs> i uh,
2: yeah you know i was kind of worried uh, if i was coming on here as a purple if it were like a week or two ago uh, cuz then i'd be on level playing field with with your highest ranking uh, podcaster here, but now everybody knows, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling rank already. Sorry, Kev.
1: Yeah. It's a real big problem on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I pull rank. Basically anybody who appears on our show is already. Oh, is that why you waited till now? <laughs> it's just always nice for people to drop in. Like, especially when you have black belts come in and they go, well, I don't need to say it, but I'm clearly the best one here. And I'm like, you think that's a prize? <laughs> Like beating us is not anything. I always say the beating me is like the equivalent of getting a participation trophy. Everybody does it. It's fine. So let's say this: we've we've spent some good time talking. I'm glad the two of you don't like each other. I feel like I've done my job as a moderator. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and cue music for the next installment of Over Under Kevin. <laughs> Man, I'd remix that really well. Go me. That's
2: some fancy trap.
1: I know, man. Thank you so much. I was really going for uh, for really people to feel feel that trap. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to our show, uh, this is basically the way it works. Whenever we have a pay-per-view, we do a betting game. So, it's whoever gets the most right out of all 12 of the fights, including tiebreakers, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um wins. It's basically that simple. We go out of order on the card, so that way we can, you know, kind of mix in some of the more boring ones. I'm just kidding. Some of the lesser known ones. Uh, (laughs) In with uh, some of the more exciting ones that everybody's there to see. Uh, Gentlemen, do you understand the rules? Do you also understand that you are brought here to play dirty and make fun of one another?
2: Yes. Completely understood.
1: Yep. Okay, great. All right, guys. I am very excited for this. We're gonna get straight to the game, and yes, participation will consist of 15-second intervals. So they'll have 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win, and if I so deem it afterwards, I will then give them potentially 15 more seconds of rebuttal time. Uh, though that doesn't always happen, right, Kevin?
0: <laughs> Occasionally, you get a little drunk with power. It's not but drunk we're, with power. We're at the beginning, so I'll say, you successfully moderate in an entertaining direction. <laughs>
1: I like that Kevin was saying that in uh <laughs> in the nicest way possible, as if we're trying to cut a promotion with that. Or yeah, if no, it's, it's
0: gonna PC. it's not gonna get me any favor either. Everyone no, knows not. you go take a sharp right towards the guest.
1: I don't do that. I've I Kev, I am an equal moderator. I work as what I think the audience wants me to do, which is to give shit a plenty. <laughs> All right, let's start here. Kev, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I
0: I was actually just going to say, speaking of, you ever feel like... uh, You know when you walk into the gym? Drew, Drew, you probably know this too. Raps maybe felt it once or twice. You walk into the gym and you're just feeling confident. like You can just kind of feel that your game's clicking. I'll assume you're shaking your head. That's how I feel right now. I just... Maybe it's Canada. Maybe it's just sort of the name Weatherhead. I just... Feeling confident. Feeling confident, Raph.
2: Well, I got to apologize right away just because I'm Canadian, so let's do this.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you got that out of the way. Uh, Kev, I really appreciate the fact that uh, you tried to play that off as if like, oh, maybe Raph will understand what it's like to go into a place confident. I just really want to ask you before we start, Kev, when's the last time you went into train and you felt super confident?
0: Uh, noted let's start the game July 2014
1: (laughs) we've got 15 seconds on the clock for a featherweight bout Kevin you lead us off on this one between Yair Rodriguez and Andre Touchy Feely
0: there's no way it's Touchy Feely but it's like it's the best nickname every time Touchy Feely you know my stance on this I've got to hear Bruce scream it a solid Baker's dozen more times before I'll stop giggling
1: (laughs) All right, let's go on over to Drew. Drew, you got 15. Go.
2: All right, well, honestly, touchy-feely kind of creeps me out, and I really don't want to hear Bruce yell, yell that, so I'm kind of wanting to see him get his face smashed in by Yar Rodriguez. El what? Pantera. You're going to have to tell me what that means, Raph. El Pantera. Is that like the band? Yeah, it means he really loves the Pantera.
0: <laughs> he loves okay. Yeah, that would be Spanish for oh. the Pantera. Kevin,
1: yeah, but you uh, have sufficiently bash- badass... I'm going to put 15 on the clock, Kevin, for you. Do you have some trash that you would like to talk to Drew in Spanish with? Si.
0: Yo entiendo un poco espanol por, uh, <laughs> Drew estu... What's fucking bathroom again? I'm, oh, nope, man. I don't. It turns out. Let's just... <laughs> El
2: baño? <laughs> El baño. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I'm Canadian and I know that. <laughs>
1: Uh, Drew, how would you rate Kevin Spanish?
2: Good lord, that was Spanish! Wow. That was horrendous. Yellow belt. Yellow, Yellow belt? belt. Oh, I was going to go in percentages, but they don't have minuses, so
0: <laughs> we'll work on Start that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I let you down on that one because I feel like I'm supposed to teach you some Spanish or something, right?
0: Wow. I don't remember that being in the writer, but I will check. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I just feel like, as the brown one on this podcast, that when the white co host is asked to do a simple thing of talking trash in Spanish, they have no <laughs> bad words that they can even use. And That's instead, true. you've talked no about good. taking a stroll to the fucking library bathroom. We, uh, yeah. I,
0: I. It's worth noting I took three successful years of Spanish at Kansas State University.
1: Ugh. Successful as, in quotations. <laughs> Let's go to you, Drew. This next fight is between Sergio Pettis versus Chris Oh, All
2: right, I gotta make sure I got the right Pettis on this one. They always stick him on the same card to confuse us. Well, I mean, how, how can I bet against this hair? The other guy doesn't even have any hair; it all migrated south. So, I mean, Sergio—he's—he's he's gonna. The camera loves him. He can't get beat up. He's gonna win.
1: He has gotten beat up before, but I'm gonna let Kevin go ahead and tell us because if Kevin dares to go against Sergio Pettis, who has just guessed it on our show. That is a bold move. All right, go.
0: That would break two of my rules, Raf. Number one is, we just talked to him, and uh, he almost scared me with how calm he sounded. Second rule, best abs in the fight, by a pretty clear margin, potentially entire card, Sergio Pettis.
1: Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad that there is some agreement there. Um, I- I'm not even going to open up time to talk trash, because that would invite some sort of... Uh, kind of uh, trash-talking to Sergi himself. We're excited to see him there, and you are correct, Drew. They do put them on the same cards. I believe this is the third time. And I believe the last time they said that they wouldn't do it again because it was a bad night. Now, we had the chance to talk with him last week. If you guys haven't heard that episode, please go listen to that one. But we did ask him about it. And, Kev, i got to say, now that he's not here, I don't know that I was satisfied with that answer.
0: Really? Mm, I, you're the one getting bold here why not
1: i just feel like uh, there had to have been a reason to say we're not going to fight on the same card
0: i actually uh was it sergio that said it though because i feel like it was anthony i it was his brother that said it
1: i mean i do believe that it was anthony who said it so but maybe at the same point
0: sergio was like you know be a man big bro i'm sure is that how they talk <laughs> to each other does anybody know uh <laughs>
2: Kevin. Remember who uh, wears the hair? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> who wears
1: uh, Kevin has proved really quickly that neither him or I have older brothers that we have to contend with. So, uh, I'm sure he would have said something a little bit different. Or, uh, Anthony himself would have said something a little bit more intense, but I just found it interesting that they did put them in that way again, and I hope it goes well for them. So let's hope that's the beginning of something great in that evening. All right, guys, let's go to our next fight. Kev, we're going to go back to you on this one. It's a women's straw weight fight between Carla Esparza versus Juliana Lima.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, wouldn't you like me to take Carla Esparza so you can have another namesake victory? Afraid not. Jutai, Juliana Lima, making the choice. I'm going bold. Uh, this is a heavy underdog, by the way.
1: I'd like to point out, I, it really doesn't matter to me how you pick, just as long as you lose. So it's not like a thing where I get like happy or sad. Uh, don't care. But Drew, go on. I do care what you have to say, Drew.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't make you feel bad and not pick your sister. I mean, she's rated number two in the UFC. How could I do that to you? She's, uh, she's the American in this one, so I'm feeling a pretty strong leaning towards Carlo.
1: I need to take a timeout on this one. Kevin, let's go to you real quick. How do you feel about the Canadian talking America?
0: I actually, it's, uh, maybe it's my liberalism, but I kind of just enjoyed it. I was like, hey, he's, he gets it. He even, he even lowered his fantastic enunciation skills. To, uh, I don't know, not like a Kansas level, but Missouri, Minnesota.
1: A
2: Missouri level. (laughs) Missouri. Somewhere in that neighborhood. (laughs) Drew, do you understand that
1: insult? Do you understand what it's like? Literally do
2: not. No, all those red states kind of blur together for me.
1: (laughs) You and just about everybody else. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) Though if you are in a red state and you listen to us, welcome and thank you so much for being here. We're so glad you're here. I still don't understand why you would listen to us, but hey, that's your problem, not ours. All right. We're going to our lightweight fight, and it is between, Andrew, this is on you next, uh, Galatio Franca versus Jameis Vic.
2: Jameis. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's the American. The mm-hmm. We already had a Mexicutioner. Now we got a executioner Oh, Lord. And oh, man, is he uh Negro? Nego? Nego? Don't go
1: there. Nope, nope, nope. Just no nope. pick.
2: Make okay. A pick. You know what? Let's. Uh... Oh, geez. That was my time. Hey, shit. Oh, I messed it up. I'm just looking at all these stats here. You know pick what? Meter mug goes to Jameis. Meter mug. He wins.
1: All right. James, Vic, Kev, what do you got for us?
0: Can I get a clarity on who he chose in that one? That was... Uh, so James Pick on that First one. of all, the Texecutioner is the coolest possible name, uh, but...
2: Sounds I, like some plagiarism to me.
0: Uh, yeah, and I don't <laughs> like his shorts game in the photo, so I'm going with Glyco Franca. Plus, oh, you're going you, with Glyco...
1: No, I hear you can drop 15% from your own Absolutely. local you know
0: How <laughs> many times is Goldberg going to call him uh, Geico? Like I six, hope it's
1: all <laughs> fucking fire
0: Eight? There's, uh, it's a lot. It's accidentally going to be Geico a lot. He struggles with the and <laughs> last names at times.
1: Gentlemen, we need to have a moment to really, really get down on this important issue that I think the two of you brought up. And uh, there were some accusations of whether there was going to be some plagiarism. But, gentlemen, I submit to you the following for debate. Is the Texecutioner one of the worst nicknames? If so, why?
2: Drew, I'll, 15 on the clock. I feel like it is one of the worst possible nicknames. I feel like it's the Alan Belcher shoulder tattoo of nicknames.
1: <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> Kevin?
0: Yeah, the Texecutioner. It's just, first of all, Texas is already annoying. And it kind of sounds like what they would just call the person that does that at the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i think that's the dmv i think they actually execute people at the dmv in texas because everything's bigger there hey guys if you're listening from texas we're sorry to insult you too but we're not
0: (laughs) i was i had i'm the canadian i'm sorry to insult them good work kev rap invited a canadian
1: yep yep hey drew again texas register anywhere for you on your canadian map
2: well, I'm from Alberta, which is kind of the Canadian Texas. We got the oil and rednecks up here, so I can relate.
1: That's so weird. And do you guys have maps there? Do they allow maps in Canada? Maps? Well done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to our next fight. Our next fight is, Kev, you're going to lead us off on this one. Robert Forrest Whittaker versus Rafael <laughs> Natal.
0: Fantastic namesakes on these. I'm going hard with Whitaker and his star tattoo. uh, Mostly because I like his beef. Nope. Yep. Nope.
1: Yep. Phrasing. Phrasing. Nope. (laughs) Uh,
0: Reach. I like his reach, and he's just kind of like a big 185er.
1: Time out. Kev, when we say I like a gentleman's beef.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Just. uh... You know, you like his meat. I just wanted to keep pissing off Texas. I thought that would do it. That phrasing. You like a sausage. You like
1: putting a sausage in your mouth. You're
0: the one that's now picking specifically shaped foods. I was, I was going with just like. Yeah,
1: I feel like you're leading the witness on this one. Are they all not meats?
0: They are all meats. <laughs> yes.
1: Just saying, I'm playing the game. It's not like I introduced fucking fruit.
0: <laughs> uh, banana, maybe something. I'm just...
1: okay. Good job, Kevin. Well, well <laughs> done here on picking a reason to enjoy fire is because of their beef. All right. Let's go to you, Drew, on this His one. His
0: specifically. I didn't yeah, just choose to. Shut you. up. Okay. Shut up.
2: Okay. You know what? Hafiel uh, Natal I'm being heavily in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu community. i got to go for a guy that's got an R in front of his name. That's kind of just a default for us uh, BJJ nerds. But at the same time, if he decides to try to punch Whitaker, he comes from New Zealand and they can't get knocked out. So he better sub this guy.
1: So you're going for Natal, but in a very roundabout way. I am, yes. Okay. Kev, do you take offense to him telling you what it's like to be a BJJ practitioner who actually understands something?
2: Yes,
0: I do. And I thought it was pretty condescending.
2: Okay. Can you
0: talk about your? Group. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you know you can just tell. Look, some people get really taken up with their belt. Drew obviously is starting to get that hubris where it's like, hey, I've been doing this more. I'm more talented than you, and I've put in more work, so I have more technique. And then they just think it bleeds everywhere, right? These are the people that are like, I can climb Kilimanjaro without any training. It's just Ooh,
1: dangerous. I've hosted a tournament or floor. Oh, oh I whatever. Think I everything about jujitsu. I'm
0: adding to the community. Yeah, I've heard it before. I'm yeah. not interested. I think it's a it's a little
1: bit of uh, posturing from somebody who was uh, saying earlier that they were going to go ahead and call rank on this one. Drew, you've heard our thoughts. We are the lower belts in comparison here, so I'll defer to you on this. Why do you feel the need to pull rank here?
2: Oh, it's, it's fun. It's hilarious. I'm power <laughs> tripping.
1: That's the equivalent of Drew All right,
2: guys. Can uh, is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, the answer could actually be because Jetsu. That's all.
1: Fair enough. I like the idea that you basically pulled the equivalent of, you guys mop the mats because uh, upper belt's going home. <laughs> Bye, everybody. All right, gentlemen. Uh, let's go to our next fight. Uh, is this one Drew? Yeah, I'd say it's you anyway. Light and heavyweight fight between Marcos, Rodrigo, De Lima, De La Casa versus Clint. Hayabusa. <laughs> Hester, what do you got for us?
2: Oh, it's Headbussa. I thought it was Hayabusa just spelled wrong.
1: No, it is Hester.
2: Okay, if you're named Hester, you gotta have the nickname the Jester. I don't understand why he's going with Headbussa. Uh, okay, well, Clint is going to win this one, simply going back to what Kevin was talking about, shorts game, and Marcos Hodge de Lima is losing badly in shorts game.
1: Ooh, shorts game. Okay. Kev, what do you got for us? He did take your form of analysis, though.
0: And that's tough. Um, but Clint Hester is tough 17, which makes this you know even more difficult. But that's burned me, Raf. I'm going with Marcos, oh. Rodiero de Lima, Pazow, Dilema, what, that guy.
2: Yep, that guy. Is Pazow the Brazilian version of Shazam?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one, too. Shazam's pretty funny. I guess see him coming out of a lamp. Kev, or I have ask, though. You, I don't think you've ever gone against Tough 17. And I would like to point out there was a great recognition this time where instead of just barreling ahead – you waited for me to correct you if he was actually tough seventeen or not. Yeah, I gave it a breath
0: just to make okay. sure I wasn't, because I'm sh- I'm about to screw it up. It'll, it'll, a fight coming up, I'll screw that up.
1: You're gonna f- you're gonna screw it. You're gonna throw it all away.
0: Premature. Not yet. Like I feel uh, really
1: good about it. I want to make sure. All right, Drew. Um, when you hear Kevin get behind somebody who
0: has bad shorts game.
1: Has bad shorts game, sure.
2: Horrible shorts game, horrendous shorts game. Yeah. But when you hear
1: Kevin get behind somebody for the sake of trying to break his streak, does that also form as an acknowledgement of how bad he plays his own game?
2: I'm starting to wonder if he's so into this that he's reversed his own reverse psychology. Yeah, you know, he th- might th- be inceptioning this thing. Nah, that's far far too good of a reference for him.
0: Uh, if I'm Speaking scientifically, I believe psychology was proven a myth four years ago. So a eat myth? that uh, myth,
1: <laughs> as we all know, science has never been a perfect science
0: <laughs> psychology. Um, Pretty sure it's not real.
1: I just want to say something, Kev. Hmm. Are you just checking off a list full of people that you want to alienate? Because by the time we get through with this podcast, I feel you have checked off all the people who listen to the show.
0: I've been really nice to wrestlers so far. So let's keep our (laughs) (laughs)
1: fingers. Just for now. (laughs) Kevin, I'm so glad that you have not actually met a wrestler who (laughs) listens to the show.
0: You and me both.
1: It's maybe the most redeeming thing about this show. All right, let's go to our next fight. And for this one, we're going to put 20 seconds on the clock. Kev, you're going to lead us off on this one. It is a match between Demetrius Johnson versus Henry Sejudo.
0: There's no way Demetrius Johnson doesn't win this fight via probably decision. But he's got to be super pissed off. He's in the two hole. I'm going to give it a potential upset here. I'm going with the messenger Cejudo because I'm going to continue with my streak of going against Demetrius Johnson, the longest holding title.
1: I just, again, we're going to talk about your pick in just a second, but we're going to go to Drew's right now.
2: I'm actually a little in shock that somebody's picking against Mighty Mouse because that's like picking against a Diaz. It never goes well. I lost so much money picking against Diaz's. So if, in that spirit, I couldn't possibly go against Johnson, who just doesn't lose. Like, he doesn't even get close to getting, uh, a losing a round. So, um, yeah, no, we're going with uh, Demetrius on this okay,
1: one. Okay, I need to ask an important question here. I was going to go to Kevin first, but I'm actually going to you first, Drew, which is for this mere fact. You bet on fights? Follow-up question. Isn't that illegal or against the law in
0: Canada?
2: We can do anything we want up here. It's a law, too. Mm.
0: Kevin? He's in Alberta. I do believe it's correct. There are no rules. All right. <laughs>
2: Kev,
1: here's what I had to say about your pick, though, Kev. You were talking about this fact where you're like, it is going to be impossible to beat Demetrius Johnson, yep. which is all the more reason why.
0: I'm going. Well, Cejudo's never lost in the cage in the UFC. It's 10 and well,
1: up. in the fights that he's made weight for.
0: One or two missed weights, and look okay, at okay. you all let's, high let's and mighty. There.
1: Yeah, me definitely. <laughs> Sitting here eating my pizza, which I am doing, by the way, uh, in between picks. I would like to say this though: he is very competitive, and I do think it's a bold choice. I don't necessarily think you're wrong in picking Sahuto,
0: but oh, I, I do. want you to. I'm not, I don't feel great about. Okay,
1: it. Okay, <laughs> well, talk me through the idiocy of your
0: own pick. I'm just kind of riding the wave of upsets. Right. It's, there's been a lot of people that have walked into the cage completely unbeatable. And then it turns out, well, three years have gone by. They're beatable now. That's what I'm hoping for here.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And I'm just bored with this division, as is everyone, which is all why right, it's done the lead McBear. up.
1: Right, done. Okay. Drew.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Having heard all of that and hearing his explanation of why he's going for Demetrius to lose this fight. Does that make you feel any nervousness about your pick? Because you're saying that there's a Diaz touch here and I don't see a Diaz touch in terms of betting because I guess I've never bet against them.
2: Yeah, I had a bad streak of betting against them years ago and it went terribly for me because they they tend to beat no, people, daddy. even though I don't daddy. like them so much, to tell you the truth. <laughs> that's the cutest interruption we've had. It's actually... <laughs> it's
1: really hard to make fun of you when you have children there. So. Yeah, no,
2: that's my text... Uh ring no it's not it's my little daughter oh. hi how you doing yeah look what you got i'm glad this isn't a video right now Put yeah it, no,
1: it, it would maybe? be a little awkward to be telling you what a terrible human being you are
2: but yeah, so getting uh,
1: kev coming to you now was that the shrewdest move in over under kevin history?
0: yeah I, I can see what he's trying to do and frankly maybe it'll work maybe it won't we'll see um but you know cute little girls are always That's like a classic
2: like, Canadian. It's
0: just like her saying, "Daddy." It's like, oh, damn it, Drew. We're trying to have a competition <laughs> based on anger and irrational mockery here, and things have gotten very family-oriented. It's just hard for me to focus, Ref.
1: I think he's waiting for the grand finale because he's got more than one kid, you know.
0: I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he's persuading oh. them in with cuters. It's like bedtime story. Oh, okay,
1: and I, I don't want to <laughs> reveal too much about your personal life, but you have uh, a child forthcoming? Question mark.
2: Question mark, question mark. Believe it at that.
1: Okay. (laughs) I don't know anything. I don't know your business, so I don't know what to do there. All right. Let's go here. All right. On this next fight, Drew, you're going to lead us off. It is a heavyweight fight between Walt Harris versus Cody East.
2: All right. Well, when I was looking at this one uh, previous – Trying to get through my head inches because I don't have feet and inches. It's just inches. And I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, there's no way these guys are like set six, they're all like six and a half feet tall. These are gigantic weights. Um, but looking at uh, Walt, he is the big ticket. I, I'm going to go with the big ticket. It sounds like a winning ticket.
1: Okay. Kev, are you going to take east or are you going to go west on this one?
0: Uh, yeah, this is difficult because. 250 pounds is what the big ticket weighs as opposed to the slim and 237 freight train Cody east you know what they don't have anything listed as his leg reach so I'm choosing him because I gotta find out I'm gonna go with a quickness factor here ref
1: I just love that you call it leg reach leg reach
0: it's uh well you know they do like the kicking idea so can these guys uh-huh. kick and it yeah. just says zero inches under his.
1: So. It's kind of like when Kevin works as a producer for a dance company, and he goes, show me your leg reach, please.
2: That's got to be a hashtag after this.
1: Yeah, well, we've got a few hashtags we're going to be working through today, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> leg reach. <laughs> Don't speak condescendingly to us, too. <laughs> they talk about the tail of the tape. They really get down to the nitty gritty.
0: They go, like, this guy has a about nine and a half and inch leg penis. reach. He mm. should be feeling good today.
1: Well, their tripod reach is even greater.
0: They uh, they leave no measurement unsaid. <laughs> <laughs> Demetrius Johnson comes in at a size. Oh, look at this zero. That's fascinating. He was a size uh, zero two fights ago. Okay, that's good.
1: It's always easy to hear how much Kevin hates that division. I love like, that division. It's so it's like watching easy.
0: people made of rubber fight. It's great.
1: You so you called them cats once.
0: It does have that semblance. Like two very wet cats fighting because you can't keep them down <laughs> hard to knock out it's great
2: to be fair looking at this card i would be watching the pettis barbosa match and then i yeah. would go for like a drink or something and then come back for the St. <clears throat> prue interesting
1: interesting insight
0: i'm gonna into... watch them all like a real fan a yeah i was guy. about to say
1: into the very lazy antics of the because jiu-jitsu Isn't that uh, Brandon
2: Jiu-Jitsu, laziness? That's how we win. All
1: right, let's go to our next one. Uh, This next one throws me a little bit, and I'll tell you why. It's a welterweight fight between Danny Roberts and somebody who I think writes romance novels. Because Dominique Steele is a fake name. Yep.
2: (laughs) All right. you think Um, there's some warrants involved that he has to go by a a gnome de plume? whatever first of all don't ever say plume back on
0: there yeah, i was like um i'm gonna need is there a fact checker can we get someone that can do it <laughs> like drew you're gonna
1: lead us off on this one just because you said plume. <laughs> it's gonna be 15 seconds on the clock we got danny roberts versus dominique steel in quotations
2: Okay, well, Danny Roberts, um, I seem to be picking everybody by looks. And I'm telling you, this guy has never been hit before. And he's in the UFC, so it's not because people haven't tried to punch him. He can't get hit. I'm just saying that. 12-1, and beautiful face. Uh, Nonstop, action-packed Dominique Steele, which none of those names make sense. Just can't beat this guy.
0: Kev? Yeah, I would like to address the nickname of Dominique Steele. It's in quotation marks as nonstop, action-packed, attributed to Dom T., which I can only mean is Dom Toretto. So he's getting a fictional character who's very real. Dominic Steele is the answer. I got to find out more about this nickname and maybe Joe Rogan will ask if he wins.
2: Yeah, that name isn't fair for this uh, this type of questioning because it takes up the full 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry.
0: It took me 10 seconds to read his quoted nickname. Uh, I'll get I back. I mean,
2: I put it
1: forth at the very beginning of this when I said it's a fake name.
0: Driving me to only- the plumes.
1: A romance novel, but it looks like the weird sibling of Remington Steele. That's an <laughs> 80s reference for you people. You're welcome. Let's Duh. go to our
0: next Steel. fight. God. Yeah, fake name. Uh, Steele
1: is also a movie starring Shaquille O'Neal where he plays a vigilante crime fighter. What? Go watch it. We I'm not do. making that up. Go watch it. He's like Robocop, but then imagine, like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal in tons of metal. And oh. say things like, yo, I'm doing it <laughs> right now. Guys, I'm not Shaq. Are you Shaq? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay.
2: Okay, I'm sorry to break your heart, but I'm not going to watch that. I didn't buy Netflix for that. Oh, Took
1: three years can... off his playing. Fuck yeah. off. All right. Drew's been <laughs> disqualified.
2: All right, let's go to our next fight. Kev,
1: you're going to lead us off. It's Anthony Showtime Pettis versus Edson.
0: Agrabosa. Uh Just talk to his brother can't go against the showtime because as you're aware a little bit of a man crush already love the way he fights anthony showtime Pettis gets things back on track big way here
2: drew all right this is going to come down to a battle of the kicks and i guess it depends who lands first because uh, anthony's gonna be jumping off the cage and is gonna be spinning ready to meet him and i just think there's more power in that spin edson
1: Okay, but Drew, have you taken into consideration leg reach?
2: Mmm, crap. Well, he's got an extra inch in leg reach. He does. He is because like, right. all he does the he doesn't trim his nails? reach
1: whenever we talk about
2: leg reach. He just points his big toe a little bit more.
0: Kev. Not the most ab-friendly picture of Fettus either, by the way. Wow. Just saying.
2: Could you
1: find – I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to put – your 15 seconds on the clock right now are going to be as follows, Kevin – uh, we're all in a Skype conversation. Kevin, your challenge is, can you find a better ab picture of Anthony Showtime Pettis taken within the past six months? You have 15 seconds on the clock. Go I'm on. Googling it right now. All right. Tell us what you're finding right now, Kevin.
0: Uh, well, shirtless UFC 197 was way too easy. Images.
2: Oh. Again, I'm glad this isn't yeah. a video.
0: Yep. No, we did it. Wow, Kev. Did you find anything? Yeah, UFC um, Fighters and Books on You can put it in the chat,
1: please. (laughs) We're going to let Drew decide if what you came through was good enough. Drew, right now he has popped it into the chat section. We're going to go ahead and look at it. Drew, I need you to describe what it is you're seeing.
2: I'm seeing a hyperlink. Give me a sec.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, and I'm sure it takes longer in <laughs> Canada. Your your dial-up speeds are a little bit different.
2: Yeah, so that's wow, the 64k modem going UFC
1: fighter books. It really is just
2: <laughs> it's the most random. <laughs>
1: Kevin's research for this show is the most entertaining.
0: This is usually what I do, people. You'd be surprised how many of these guys have model mayhem. I provos. swear to God, I was
1: laughing about this with you and Adam <laughs> Rothfelder when you were like, oh, yeah, I found a picture of him naked already. And I was like, you just started looking. He's like, it wasn't hard. It found me. Uh, Drew, have you found the pictures yet?
2: It's uploaded something on Pinterest. You're kind of breaking my internet machine with all your high speededness. Oh, okay. give me a sec.
1: Well, Kev, uh, a,
2: oh well. Wow.
1: Yeah. Kev, we need to oh, work on your linking skills because it's yeah. just a ton of photos. You
0: said find it. You didn't say find and display, <laughs> I like that, I would have made no, a PowerPoint I that presentation. Was part of the I, I said you're going to have
1: us. I said in 15 seconds, can you do it? And I you thought we were just
0: hypothetical-ing. No, it's not <laughs> hypothetical.
1: I want okay. people to understand you're crazy. But this is real. All
0: right.
2: This is just a Pinterest grouping of like fighter abs. And I got to say, Tim Kennedy is going to be winning at any gay bar he goes to <laughs> yeah. immediately
0: Especially with the camo. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, for Kevin. real. little glitter. <laughs> Kevin's.
0: OK, for those of you wondering at home who want
1: to play along, and I don't know why you would. But if you do, <laughs> uh, Anthony Showtime Pettis shirtless UFC 197 was Kevin's Google so. search
0: then just go to images. Skip right to the good stuff, people. No reason to go three O's in.
1: We need to call back Sergio right now and tell him what it was uh, that Kevin's been looking.
0: What a great use of his number that would be. <laughs> the fighters love that. The week There's no fight.
1: better reason for it. All right. Well, I think we've exhausted that topic enough. Let's go to our next fight. Drew, you're going to lead this one. It's Efrain Esquerdo versus Kevin Lee.
2: All right. First of all, I'm going to say I'm really happy to see Efren back. I really liked him in the tough series back in the day and haven't seen him a lot since. So uh, I'm not even going to look at his ferocious looking opponent. Actually, holy crap, he's terrifying. Efren, God be with you. <laughs> all right. Kev, what do you got for us?
0: Efren Asquerto from Tough 17, by the way. I'm going with the Motown Phenom namesake, Kevin Lee. This Kevin one's for Lee. Detroit. Especially, he's going to be taking the Cleveland thing personally. It's going to be real.
2: Yeah, Lee is a strong martial arts name, right? Yes. Okay, so
1: Kevin, are you going for him just because his name's Kevin?
0: A little bit. But Kevin okay. Lee is also who would represent us in a uh, Mortal Kombat series. It would be like an American first name with Lee, pretty much. No matter. Okay. I
2: would play that character.
0: From, when you're going to have to dial down the Canada. <sighs> To be honest.
1: Uh-oh, Kevin. He's coming in for...
0: I See, I was just getting ready to gear up some insults. Oh, cute daughter. <laughs> yeah, I see how it is.
1: So, Kev, remember when you said the Ultimate Fighter 17?
0: Yeah, definitely not from Top 17. Okay. <laughs> I now, now, that planned
1: much. that 30 minutes ago, and I was just waiting for you to actually get it's, here and say it's it. It's
0: because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, from Top 17. Nope. <laughs> nope. Top <laughs> <tough> 17. <laughs>
1: Was there any other tough series I'd like to know?
2: Not that
0: I remember.
1: Uh, that is a fact. We can prove that much.
2: It must have been really good to you. It
1: was, so it was the Ultimate Fighter Season 8. And who could forget Team Nagara versus Team Mir on Spike TV? I Man could Man tell Man. you who
0: could forget it. <laughs> 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 I should name at least
1: one person. I can name two on this podcast <laughs> if not three. All
0: right. I'm glad
1: that the E-Frame is getting mentioned in this way. Gentlemen, this brings us to our main fight, but before we go mm-hmm. there, I'd like to remind our listeners that, yes, we do usually put a wager on all of this nonsense. So uh, we're not going to say what the wagers are yet, but we usually defer to our guest. So here's the thing. Drew, I want you to start thinking about it. Do you have an idea in, in mind?
2: I know exactly what it is.
1: Okay. Well, Jesus Christ, that's scary. Kevin, are you scared by that? No. Yeah, I... Okay. Okay. I hope that part of it. <laughs> your children like Kevin has to fly himself out to the Canadia and look after your children
0: just for an evening while yep. they go to the theater in Alberta
1: yep <laughs> the local theater
0: it's just the side of a barn and a really high powered lamp but it, it works
1: Kevin if I could be so bold I want it to be a Canadian version of there will be blood but oh, instead the Canadian adaptation is uh, actually called there might be blood eh? <laughs> Oh, you're scaring the child. I'm doing nothing. (laughs) Kevin is scaring the child. She's
0: probably just like, that's a good idea. There might be
1: blood. (laughs) She'll start scripting. (laughs) Kev, we're going to have you lead off on this one. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. It is a fight of John Jones featuring Ovis St. Pru.
0: Go. I'm very excited about this fight. I liked Ovens' pre-fight speech. He kind of gave it a little, you know, this is my opportunity. But I am choosing John Jones to win the fight because uh, I just can't see him losing a fight. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> she wants to make sure that's your pick, though. She did
0: it perfectly.
1: <laughs> shes uh, I think she's starting to wonder, has he been away for too long?
0: She, <laughs> she's like, you're not worried about the rust. It's like, I mean, I'm thinking <laughs> about it.
1: She has uh, a calculating personality.
0: <laughs>
1: Drew, I'm going to ask you the same question. Who you got, OSP or John Jones?
2: Oh, man. Well, how am I supposed to make a bet if we're both going to pick the same guy? This, is, this isn't this is going to work. So I was going to bet against OSP simply because that nickname is like the light version of GSP, which he'll never be. Yeah.
0: Um, Do Canadians take that personally? Big GSP? Name? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. You can't just be like an OSP and think that you can just take over once GSP leaves. You you leave the SP, you retire the SP. Um, But you know what? He's got by the looks of it, like a branding on his arm, which might be the the craziest thing I've ever seen on someone. So he doesn't feel pain, um, which is good against a guy who's going to unleash a lot of pain on him. So OSP, don't prove me wrong. Going with you. Wait, what?
1: Don't prove me wrong. You're going with OSP, or you're going with John Jones.
2: Well, um, if we're making a bet, how do I pick the same guy? Or uh, how, how do we do this?
1: You can. So well, what it does
2: is it's the entire card. card. Yeah. So it's not just. Uh, okay, thank goodness. Okay, John, going back with John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so glad that was the difference maker between so I the two. Yes,
0: when we said we understood the rules, maybe. We were just being Canadian. He has a polite. child
1: there, Kevin.
0: <laughs> he All right, I has a child. He's busy. Yeah, I get it. Leave him alone.
1: All right. We've gone our way through the entire card. So now we get to the point where we need to do tiebreakers. The way we do tiebreakers on our show is we figure out who are going to get the fight of the night bonus and the performances of the night. They used to do knockout of the night submission of the night they don't do that anymore so it's just two performances usually i will start with kevin who will have the fight of the night and two performance bonuses go
0: fight of the night goes to pettis barbosa performance is of the night goes to one juan jones and one andre touchy feely okay Okay,
2: Drew. Same question to you. I am going to say performance of the night. What was exactly it was? Was two performances, and how does this work? Two performances, one fight. One fight of the night. Okay, so fight of the night. I don't think you're wrong. I think Pettis Barbosa are going to kick their way to that one. Um, Jones Saint Prue is going to be a performance of the night via probably horrendous TKO. Maybe knockout, maybe fatality. And I'm going to go to uh, Raf's sister for the other one. Oh, that's good. Esparzalima. That's a good choice. That's that is a good choice. She may just sneak in there,
1: but you can never tell. Gentlemen, are we going to see a refocus John Jones? Like, granted, it sounds like they're going to have somebody drive him there. So I think that's a good start to yeah, begin with.
0: Not in jail. That's good, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, good don't, don't do that, Kevin. Oh, do not shit. put that voodoo on him.
0: Yeah, I might have just jinxed it. <laughs>
2: My question is, at this point, how do they not change his name to John's Coco Bones Jones? (laughs) Well,
1: I can tell you why. (laughs) But do I want that to be the reason? No. Uh, I'm excited for that fight, if only we get to see that entire time. Like John Jones has just been working out and looked like he was bulking up and looked very scary again. So I do wonder if OSP is being offered up. As a sacrificial lamb to John Jones or, or, and let me put this out there. What if OSP did surprise us? Now I'm not saying there's a high likelihood of it. I think John Jones is going to out technique him
0: in every way possible. But what if Kevin, I'm excited about that. What if, because St. Peru is athletic. He's ready to go in that front. And that's one of the things that John Jones will use to bully people. So I'm excited to see someone with uh, some sneaky part of his game fighting. And, you know, Jones is coming off a little incarceration.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we're missing something in this whole equation, guys. Mm. Look at the leg reach. Mm.
0: <laughs> the leg reach is uh, with John Just Jones. negligible. They have it listed as zero. And I'm sure there's like eight of his opponents that are like, he, that, he kicks. I remember him <laughs> kicking.
1: So, Kev, um, I have to ask you this. I'm about to ask Drew what he wants to put on the line for this. Yeah, I'm
0: excited to hear it. I'm ready to hear it. Okay. Drew, All right. what do you have uh, for us?
2: I was going to say 200, but let's just make it easy and say 100 burpees wearing two geese.
0: Oh. <laughs> accepted and dedicated to the other like in a nice video form like a hey
2: absolutely it has to be video. ready
0: into the camera dedication two geese is a great touch i like that a lot except yeah, you have a hundred burpees might kill me so let's just all was remember that but i was about to say, but, yeah, you about know, to say do you have a counter, you. counter
1: for that or do you want to <laughs> accept that on both days
0: wouldn't it be great if you saw it no I, I like it going both ways and wouldn't that be great if i just do 50 and pass out that's a way, better <laughs> that's way you
2: better. Know what? if you lose i fully expect to see some really bad cuts in the middle of your your sessions and coming back really fresh and in like two different years
0: yeah oh, it's like it you like want you cuts for two days
1: i want the full agony. I want no cuts on that footage.
0: Ref, the video is 28 minutes. I don't think this don't is going
1: to work. <laughs> don't care. We will put an exclusive stream on verbaltapcast.com. dot Yeah, make it a live stream.
2: See how many viewers we can get.
1: Probably none. But the important thing <laughs> is, is that it would make Kevin feel terrible, especially at a new gym where now he has to explain the concept of like, hey guys. So, this is going to happen a lot, because I lose a lot of bets on my podcast. I have a podcast. I think this is a good way to say this. Um, So, who wants to film me doing a whole bunch of burpees? (laughs) Anybody? Oh, what's that? I shouldn't do that because of my knee? Uh, You know, you're right. But I went ahead and I agreed on it. Stop being a
0: complainer. This is a can-do thing.
2: (laughs) Nothing some finger tape can't fix.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Take it
2: back on. Drew, we have to say
1: thank you so much for coming through and uh, talking some uh, great, uh, not just BJJ, but jujitsu comedy and uh, UFC 197 with us. Uh, you've got a tournament coming up, so we want to go ahead and promo that. It is the Submission Ace Championship. It is happening May 28th in the Canadia. It's in Alberta, correct?
2: That's correct.
1: All right. Tell us why if we live there, or maybe we don't live there and we want to go travel there, because we might be thinking that far ahead. Why is it that people should do one of your tournaments?
2: Uh, a lot of fun, sub-only, round-robin, big championship belts. Uh, we got some cash prize divisions. And uh, it's just a lot
1: of fun. People you are not lying about those big
2: belts, though.
1: Oh, no. Y'all like, I, I spent a plan. lot of money on those. Oh,
2: my God. Those They're things... nicer than a lot of MMA belts, and that's for real.
1: It's true. Like those things are massive. Like anytime I see photos from one of your events, I look up and I see the person wearing the belt and part of me feels bad for them because they have that look of something that's really heavy and they're just trying to like wince through it after a long day of competing. (laughs) And then some who really like, you know, suck it up and like wear the belt like, oh, I've earned this. I have earned this every day of my life. So I, I do feel that is quite great for you. Uh, well, go well, talk
2: to John Greek if if you're around. He's got one. He came up and grabbed one.
1: I don't want to talk to the Greek. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right.
1: That's that's a lot. I don't want to touch that. That's a lot of like, yo, John, what's that? You suck? Just kidding. We love John Greek. John Greek is one of the people behind Kawaii Kimonos and also BJJ Inc., one of the good friends of the podcast who made a customized ski for both myself and Kevin. Greatest ski on the planet. It is quite good. Uh, Let's do this. Uh, Drew, why don't we go ahead and stick a pin on the conversation for right now. Will you be willing to join us on our installment next week to go over the fights?
2: I would love to. Let's figure it out.
0: Fantastic. One of us us is going to be in better shape.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Probably the one who doesn't have to do the burpees.
0: Yeah, that's – yeah, no lie.
1: Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go ahead and follow Drew's antics, you can definitely, and we highly encourage you to do so because they put out some of the funniest memes out there. Go to because Jitsu. Drew has always been a great friend of the podcast, and I'm so excited we're able to get him on and talk UFC 197. Drew, we will catch up with you next week. Thank you so much for dropping in tonight.
2: All right, my pleasure. Rafa Sparsa.
0: what a podcast. Really cute interruption. Not going to work, Weatherhead. I still owned you. Owned him. I was embarrassed about how well I did. Did you think that while it was going on?
1: I never think that you embarrass anybody with the use of your words, unless it's from the perspective of me being your co host and me saying, oh, God, did Kevin just say that? But no, never intentionally, like, do you embarrass somebody? well-knowingly or intellectually. But, uh, yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) That was a very ringing endorsement. I don't know why that actually hurt more than if you'd come up with an (laughs) articulate, It's like, well, whatever. It's like, oh, really?
1: I just said I'm going to take him on a journey and we'll see what happens.
0: (laughs) And... It was a fun podcast tonight. I like that. That's the UFC 1. It's a good card, and uh, the Teixeira Evans card was fun, so it was fun to talk about both. The UFC 197, I'm really looking forward to. They have some good matches, and they have some interesting styles coming up on it, and a lot of like young, fun fighters, which is good. Whenever the Pettis brothers are swinging by, it can't be a bad night of fights, and that's going to take it all the way to shout-outs, Raf. Yep, That's where we're at. This is crazy. I'll throw a nice shout out to the Jubera organization where I am now fighting frequently. They just keep letting me back in. I'm sore all the time. So I'm back to that. <laughs> and a uh, big shout out to all the KCBJJ guys. A few of them still listen to this podcast. A few more should. And I'll be correcting that after six <laughs> to seven more months of training. And, uh, I saw that they were doing, uh, some stripe and some belt promotions, and those guys are killers. It's hard work earned. So, congrats to the folks out there at KCBJJ. I love seeing the Kansas grappling. Like, I just, it's always fun to see. And, of course, Combative Sports Center saw some KCBJJ. There was a Kansas tournament, all of them were competing. It's always fun to see Joe and see his students tagging him in posts that are always, you know, the nicest possible thing. Cause, uh, People like he and Jason Bircher are good coaches, so uh, congrats to Combative Sports Center, KCBJJ, all the Kansas schools out there, and that is going to do it for me, ref.
1: I really appreciate the fact that you start off by complimenting the people who are listening by then insinuating there's going to be a threat to their friends who don't.
0: Absolutely. Okay. And it's a pretty serious threat. Yeah. Don't make pretty me sure. refuse guests for another six to eight months. I'll <laughs> I was do it.
1: About to say, I'm pretty sure they're terrified of your hobbling at them like you get back here. Mm, if you are on a quick enough route for me to just kind of get to half guard, but don't don't go hard. <laughs> like let's not go hard. Can we can we take it down a notch? But I will murder you. Anyway, uh, that aside, yes, great stuff. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love our friends out in Kansas. Uh, you guys are so good, and you're always loyal to Kevin, so that's what we're we're very happy about over here. Let's go ahead and do a shout-out over to Valley Martial Arts Center. I want to go ahead and shout-out one of our new kids, Sheamus. Or Sheamus, I don't really know. I don't know how to say that name. It's Every time you. I No say one knows it, how. <laughs> it's Sheamus, Sheamus. It, you could literally be spelled the same to me. I just say hello, white people. I'm glad you're here. And that's about it. So, uh, and that's kid, fair
0: because I think that's way more attentiveness than it goes the other way. So I think good. it's way more polite Definitely. and acknowledging yeah. of them.
1: Uh, so Seamus is, uh, he joined us. He's been a really, really good fixture. Uh, it's great watching a new kid go through it all. And, uh, he just, he has so many questions. So like I finished a role with somebody and, uh, he just goes, did you get him? And I go, that's not important. <laughs> and I had, just, like, I had just subbed the person. So he was just like, but did you get him? But I'm like, buddy, I hope you learn this lesson very quickly. It's usually not the best to ask, did you get him? As a thing. I, I want
0: more in. of it. I think people should do that all the time. Yeah. Did you get him? Uh, who's he and who's them? <laughs> to be fair, that is a very good yeah, thing
1: to ask, actually, now that I think about it.
0: He definitely got
1: him. Kevin's the guy in a movie that just goes, yeah, kid, got him real good. Well, thanks, mister. Show me the nice leg like you got him with. Meanwhile, Kevin burrowing on the inside, knowing that he's lying to the kid. I'm going to write
0: that screenplay. Anyway. I'm riveted. uh, You had me. I was was like, what were you doing? Hold on. I was was like, fade (laughs) in. Here we go.
1: Yeah, sorry guys. Screenwriter taking
0: we'll over. We'll be back. Again. Yeah, so we, our creative passions take us a lot of places. Yeah, that absolutely.
1: Uh, we also want to shout out Breakdown Academy. You know, yeah, no, I
0: don't. A... I with John's little participation, <laughs> your bullshit video response.
1: Okay, explain what the video was, Kevin.
0: Me complaining that it was snowing violently.
1: And That's why true. are you sending that to me?
0: I don't know. It just felt like I needed to show you the conditions.
1: And what do you think that was going to do?
0: sympathize be like ah oh, my friend's having a cold week
1: and what did i do
0: sent a video sort of mocking not sort of in mockery it was like it's snowing <laughs> here too and then it like it's clearly not snowing it's clearly like sunny and 80 and then it clips over to john. It's like john isn't it so cold and he's in flip flops and shorts and a t-shirt it's like oh, oh yeah it's <laughs> uh freezing you guys are very funny
1: well, uh, we thank John for his, uh, his help on that one. I do want to say that, uh, one of the nice things is before he was being a dick with me on the, uh, the social media, uh, which by the way, you guys can go see that video on our Instagram at verbal Tapcast. Uh, we actually have done a really good session where John was able to fix something. That's been a huge problem for me. So I was very happy about that. Uh, great training as always there. So look them up and, Kev, before we go, I just want to say, we have something coming out. I think it may be out by the time you guys hear this, but I'm not sure. If you haven't checked out our YouTube page, you're going to want to go there and keep an eye there. I don't want to give too many hints, but I will tell you this. It involves our good friend Gary Tonin. It involves our other good friend Gordon Ryan. And the news about EBI and them. So if you guys have been listening, you know that uh, Eddie Wolverine Cummings is unfortunately not utilizing the aforementioned Wolverine's healing factor. And is unfortunately sidelined on this one, stepping in in his place, is one Gary Tonin, Black Belt, Gordon Ryan. So yes, there is a potential that gary and gordon could face one another in a semifinal. now granted it would take some work to get there but we have a video that is either coming out or will be coming out very soon uh comedically parroting that very idea so we hope you guys enjoy that video when you do see it and
0: uh if you do enjoy it you know share it that's it, yeah, that's it. and then go to itunes give a little five stars okay like, hey, i shared that video five stars and, uh, i like <laughs> these guys and i'm gonna follow them on instagram five stars <laughs> That's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.
1: Good night and leg reach.
0: Leg reach is a real thing. And jujitsu? Like, that would be a cool jujitsu season. It's like, oh, Keenan has a leg reach of 98 inches. How tall is he? This doesn't make sense.